Welcome to another edition of the Hangout Podcast. This is your host, Juan Hernandez. Thank you guys for tuning in to a new episode this week. I sincerely apologize that no new episodes were put out last week, but I really just got caught up doing a lot of stuff. And even as of today, I'm, I've been so busy. It's just a lot of things that are just happening all at once where it's almost like you want to get caught up in all your work and then an opportunity comes up work related and you know you have to deal with that and kind of just thinking of the potential things that you're gonna have to do before you know all that gets set in stone and etc etc nonetheless you know it's been in between guitar lessons um work and just all the other stuff that i really have going on all the time it's just like man there's never enough time in the day and You know, you don't want to reach a point to where you're getting burned out, which I have been on two occasions in the past, and I'm starting to kind of feel it this third time around, but I'm really just trying to take a step back and reassess the situation at hand. Of course, like I mentioned before, briefly, an opportunity came up, and more on that when I can actually reveal that, and again, it's just been set in stone, nothing confirmed yet, Uh, so I'll leave it at that. Furthermore, I was kind of going over my little notepad here, looking at what I was going to actually record this episode on. Sure enough, I said, you know what? I can either split this up into two or just make it a full episode because this is actually the final the final music edition episode for the, I guess, the concert review series. There's still going to be more music editions down the road, but this is actually the final one in that series that's been almost like two, three years in the making. Is it two, three years in the making? Maybe two years. Started back in at the beginning of 2019. Man, time sure does fly, doesn't it? Anywho, I've gone and reviewed all these shows and concerts that I went to the last decade. It was just one too many to, to point out and... You know, if you want to go back and revisit all those, you can. They're fairly short. I try to keep it short and simple, you know, and let you go on about your day. But today it's just my notepad, my Zoom recorder, and my microphone. I recently lent out my microphone stands and spare microphone to my good friend, Randy, um, who has been traveling out of town as of late. And I'm very excited to bring him back on on a future episode. We've been discussing that for quite some time. So I know he's been he's been going through a lot lately and, you know, a lot of good uh, mixture of good and bad, but more on the good side than on the bad side. Uh, nonetheless, you know, I'm just really happy to have him on in, on a future episode. But let's just jump right into this. 2019, I guess you could say, was the last year of these large-scale concerts that I was attending. And I'm looking at my list right here. The majority of these shows that I attended were... actually took place at Warehouse Live. Believe it or not, there was only two that didn't. So the first show that I went to go see in 2019 was Friday, April 26th. This was Engve Malmsteen at Warehouse Live. Now, this one, 
I think I got free tickets for that one. I don't recall. Or maybe I bought those tickets. I had already seen Ingve Malmsteen once before at Rise Rooftop, formerly known as Proof Rooftop Lounge. You really get what you get with Ingve Malmsteen. If you're not familiar with the guy, I suggest you Google him, Wikipedia him, go on YouTube, look at his videos. I mean, arguably one of the best, uh, if not one of the best, the best neoclassical guitar players of the that came out of the shred explosion of the 1980s, maybe like the late 80s. The guy is just has his own unique style of guitar playing that cannot be it can be replicated but you'd only be copying him he basically invented that style for himself he's at times mentioned in plenty of interviews he stated that he wanted to incorporate violin playing in, into the guitar playing rather than just base it off of like blues or you know metal things like that and hey he made it work for him so it's always a great show. Malmsteen is a real showman when he puts on these shows. He always has a backing band with him to play. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of old stuff, a lot of the classic stuff, a lot of new stuff was played. And it was really cool to see him in concert again. And I will be catching him back in concert for the third time at Warehouse Live at the end of this month. So not this Saturday coming up, but a week from this Saturday. So like 31st, I believe. The next show that I attended was the Winery Dogs at the Warehouse Live. Sunday, May 12, 2019. This show I did get free tickets for. I, I believe I was it was at the Ingvet Malmsteen show where my brother and I got somebody was handing these tickets out and we just ended up getting a pair. Went with my brother for this one. My dad went to see Malmsteen with us. And he was just, you know, like we all were just amazed at seeing this guy play. Insane. Winery Dogs comprised of drummer Mike Portnoy from Dream Theater. Richie Kotzen, another guitar legend in his own right. He used to be playing Poison for a good bit. Embarked in a very successful solo run throughout the 90s. And bassist Billy Sheehan, who's you know been around for so many years, you know, formerly of Talis, David Lee Roth, Mr. Big, among all these other bands that he's playing with. So really cool to see those guys perform together live as, as cool as it can get. Straight ahead rock, you know, it's not too complex, it's not too basic, you know, you just really, really the talent just oozes out of that band. Last I heard, they were working on putting some new material together for a new album coming out hopefully this year, if not next year. So I'm really excited to hear what they have to offer. Th that day, I, if I recall correctly, was Mother's Day. So I had a good little Mother's Day celebration beforehand and ended, out, ended up going out to the show. About two weeks later, went back to... To Warehouse Live to see Striper in concert Friday, May 31, 2019. Now, for this one, was fairly cool because this is the second time I was catching Striper in concert. You know, it's funny. I look back and 
that second time I went to go see Striper was literally a year to the day that I first saw them at Proof Rooftop Lounge. Right at the one year mark. It was that same... Right at a year. How crazy is that? That you go see a band and then a year later to the day you go see them again. That same band. It's nuts. Probably just coincidence. <laughs> the first time around they were promoting... God, what were they promoting? They were promoting their latest album at the time that came out, Goddamn Evil. And this time around... See, the first time around I was had just really gotten into them so i was really familiar by this second time around and this second time they were promoting a sort of i guess history type of thing for the band where they were playing their greatest hits and it was half greatest hits and half cover songs which was really cool because they were playing like van halen judas priest a firehouse you name it the coolest thing about the show was that we were it was general admission so we were just we managed to get behind the the railing that's you know at the front of the stage we i just didn't have enough money to buy a pit pass to be in the pit like i always am if you've seen my videos and photos on social media and this only happens to us me in particular there's i i see this lady and her son who I've already seen before at the at the previous show the year prior. And they just so happened to be looking around. And for some odd reason, we just struck up a conversation. During this conversation, this lady goes, hey, you know, we did the the meet and greet for Striper. And I was like, oh, yeah, how was that? So she saw me pictures and video on her phone and whatever and all the merch she got, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, cool. And she goes, yeah, um, we didn't know that the meet and greet already came with pit passes. So we have these two extra pit passes that we had bought, you know, in advance because we thought we had to buy them separate. So, you know, I really don't want to waste them. So and I was like, I'll take them. You know, that'll work. So my brother and I got upgraded to the to the pit area. Unbelievable how that how that stuff happens just out of pure maybe it's just a coincidence i don't know but you just never know you just have to talk to people so i'm always talking to people i'm always getting in these situations where it's almost like damn you're getting upgraded so i saved myself a good hundred bucks right there and you got a good view of the show and man, it was great I, I can't complain it was a good night overall Following that show, we went to see KISS at the Toyota Center, September 9, 2019. This was part of the end of the road world tour that they embarked on, a.k.a. the second farewell tour, if you want to call it that. A lot of controversy leading up to this concert, or this tour for that fact, mainly because of the fact that Allegedly, the band, primarily one member, was lip-syncing the whole tour. I mean, do I really have to say who's doing that? So, very controversial. If you think I'm bullshitting you, 
go back to YouTube and search this stuff because it's all there. All these analyticals and everything. Mind you, I still went to the show after the fact. But it is what it is at that point. If you really want to be technical about it and complain, don't go to the show. You know, these bands could give a fuck if you do or not. At that, that, at that level. You can sit there and complain all day and say, oh, well, you know, this band's living. Well, then go, don't go see him, dude. Just don't. Why complain? Why waste your breath on stuff like that? That's not, you know, it's just very trivial. You either go see it or don't. That's it. It's the reason why I don't go see a lot of artists myself. I just don't like that stuff. <laughs> why am I going to submit to that aggravation and, you know, just to try to be cool and hip? I'm not going to do that. Yeah, whatever they got going on nowadays, whatever's hot and trendy, that's cool. It comes and goes. Not for me. Just not for me. People want to tell me, oh, yeah, this artist and, and this and that. Cool if you listen to it, man. I ain't got no problem. I don't have any problems with what you have to listen to. I just bring up the fact that there's a lot of garbage out there these days. And I don't have time for it. I'm not saying everything's garbage. It's almost sounds like I do every episode. But it, there's good stuff out there, man. You know, I don't just listen to these classic bands putting out new stuff. You know, there's all these newer artists coming out, too. A lot of them you might not hear about because they're just putting their stuff out on their own. Not behind the record label, nothing. There's the amount of talent out there these days. There's a lot of good singers out there. There's a lot of good guitar players, a lot of good bass players, a lot of good musicians in general. So, if you don't want to go see Kiss lip sync, don't go to the show. It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. Again, they did this farewell tour back in 2000. But the narrative always goes, you know, we didn't want to say goodbye to the fans. We wanted to say goodbye to Ace and Peter. Sure enough, they bring two new guys and then, bam, you got Kiss. Now, I've heard rumors and talks over the years saying that they're going to get two newer guys to replace Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. The odds of that happening, I don't believe it till I see it. But to an extent, I do believe that that's what's going to happen. They're going to brand this band to a almost um, sort of like a franchise, if you can think about that. You know, these, this band was never loved by the critics. The critics always hated them. Yeah, and that's the way it should be, because you're always going to have critics. No matter what you do, people are always going to criticize you. Whether if you cut your hair... If you change the style of your music for on the next album or if you collaborate with somebody, if you go back to your roots, there's always going to be critics. So you just got to do what's best for you and the band and the fans. The reason why a band like Iron Maiden, which this is a good segue to go into, does not give a crap about radio. No radio airplay. Nothing. But yet, they tour stadiums around the world, fill arenas here in the States when they do come around. All proven by, you know, the last con- the last concert tour they were attending. And we were attending, my mistake. 
This one was Sunday, September the 22nd at the Woodlands Pavilion. They were touring under the Legacy of the Beast banner, which was, again, a barrage of just greatest hits. The previous tour I had seen him was the Book of Souls tour. And if you know a band like Iron Maiden and you follow their history, every time there's a new... It seems like that became a trend because every time there's a new album release, they would... Most of the set list was purely consisting of that new album. They were just pushing the new album, which, you know, is a really cool thing, but also a really ballsy thing to do because... And, you know, they let the fans know, they make the people aware that, you know, if you're going to come see us, this is what we're going to play. There was one tour they did. They were promoting a Greatest Hits album, but it was just songs from the 90s forward with maybe just one or two encores of Greatest Hits. That's it. And people still complain. I was like, dude, well, why'd you go to the show? If you're a real fan, you're not going to complain. You take it for what it is. I would have killed to have seen something like that at the time. And they, 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 they've had some really cool concert tours. Book of Souls tour was, man, I really dug deep into that album. It was a really good album. And again, Legacy of the Beast was just an amazing tour. Great seats. The band was just firing on all cylinders and you know some good news coming out of this lockdown if you don't follow the band but they're getting ready to put out a new album in September and I gotta tell you this band is just you know they could have called the quits years ago but it seems like they just get better as they get older maybe that's the power of rock and roll I don't know See a lot of those older, older artists, you know, just hanging it up so early. These fucks are just <laughs> going deep into their... I mean, look at kids. They're going into their early 70s and Rolling Stones are mid to late 70s. Paul McCartney, I mean, maybe that's what keeps them alive and kicking. It's just that damn power of rock. It just keeps you young. <laughs> so I'm hoping that's the same for me <laughs> down the road. Just don't become an old man who's just, oh, man, you know, back in the day. Yeah, but I'm also aware of what's going on today, so. And that's how it should be. Heavy metal and rock, that should just remain underground. There's no need for it to go back to the charts. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool pat on the back that people recognize that stuff. But really, honestly, we don't care. If you're a fan of the band, you're going to follow it through thick and thin. Kind of like a sports team. No, I remember when the Astros were leading up to the World Series, all of a sudden I started seeing all these quote-unquote fans going to the games, and I was like, man, you're not a... I'm like, come on. You're not really a true fan. You know, this this is coming from, from somebody who saw the team play at the Astronome way back in the 90s. So don't come at me with this, oh, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Like, no, you're not. (laughs) Maybe you just got into it, but no, you're not. You're not a real fan. I'm sure I'm going to win over a lot of people by saying that. (laughs) But that's just the way I feel. 
in particular with bands like that. I always see people wearing like Misfits t-shirts and they don't even know who the band is. They just wear the shirt because it's cool. That'd be like me wearing an Astros jersey just because I think it's cool. Like, no, I'll wear it because I'm a fan of the team. Oh, but they cheated. You know what? Through thick and thin. Get over it. You know, it doesn't really affect me. I wasn't the one that was cheating. Okay? (laughs) Oh, but they're lip syncing. Doesn't affect me. They're the ones cheating. Not me. Okay, I make the decision as to whether or not I want to see it or not. Same with baseball team and football teams and all that. Oh, he got caught with steroids. That's his problem, not mine. Whether he wants to ruin his career and stuff like that, that's up to him. You know, I'm just observing here. I'm just, you know, making observations. Honest ones, too. I'm not going to sit here and, you know, walk on eggshells around people. I'm not going to do that. So, you know, Iron Maiden, they went through their rough patch, too, back in the 90s when when the lead singer, Bruce Dickinson, left. And they had to find a replacement singer. Who'd they find? This guy named Blaze Bailey, who was the complete polar opposite of Bruce Dickinson in terms of singing style. It just did not work. But you know what? It's a couple songs I like from that era. An era that got panned for so long those two tours that they did for those two albums, they just, dates were getting canceled. And I believe on that last album they had with him, they were contracted by a record company that was helping all those classic bands trying to get back on their feet. I'm like, geez, man. But, you know, times change. They have to. They have to. A lot of people say, you know, the 80s. Yeah, but that was 40 years ago. (laughs) You know, what happened, happened. The 90s, yeah. That was 30 years ago. Time to move on. You can't keep living in the past. That's why I'm always, I've always been a huge advocate and supporter for, whether it's a classic band or a new band, to always keep putting out new material. I mean, isn't that the whole point of being an artist, is just to create new music? I think so. It's cool to live off nostalgia every once in a while. But what do you have to offer to your fans? Because if you don't at that point, I feel that you're just getting too comfortable and be like, eh, I'm not going to try anymore. Nah, doesn't work that way. I think if I if I was a full-fledged artist, you know, 100% into it, I'd be exploring, you know, different avenues as much as I could. Much to what I do now. It's not just about learning how to play guitar, you know, it's learning how to play the bass guitar, learning how to play acoustic, learning how to play drums, playing the piano, learning software, video editing, podcasting, just everything. I think singing would be the last thing because I'm not going to sit here and try to proclaim myself as an amateur singer because I'm not. But you get what I'm trying to say. You have to, as an artist, you gotta, you gotta take that chance. You gotta explore. It's like Eddie Van Halen said, "I'd rather bomb making my own music rather than just covering other people's stuff." Because you know, covers are covers. They're cool and fun. But what do you really get out of that? 
I, I, I get enjoyment out of it. Don't get me wrong, but a true artist, man, you, you got to get out there and you got to put yourself out there and take the risk. You never know what's what's going to happen. You just never know. By you taking that risk, be like, hey, either something comes out of it or not. What's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is you not trying. You not taking that chance. You not taking that shot. Because by you not doing that, you've already defeated yourself and you know nothing's nothing's gonna ever come out of that. By you doing that, taking those chances, taking those shots, there's a high chance of you succeeding. And I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> so the next show that followed was almost a week removed. Was Fozzie at back at Warehouse Live. You know, I've seen Fozzie many, many times. Chris Jericho and I have become really good friends. That's an absolute lie. <laughs> I mean, every time Chris comes around, you know, he we always strike up conversation and, you know, he's taken a, a liking out of the things. And, you know, this time around, he just so happened to have noticed the shirt I was wearing that day. I didn't even notice, but I was wearing my new Iron Maiden shirt and knowing him, he's a huge Iron Maiden fan and uh, really cool when those guys come around and really cool show to to go to and you know hey he's a prime example of you know just getting out there and doing it not only was he a wrestler but you know now he fronts his own band his own podcast everything a renaissance man as they say renaissance (laughs) so i was going to kind of leave this last band this last show for a separate episode, but I think I'm going to wrap it up with this last show that I went to. And I'll really kind of briefly wrap it up with what's going on today with concerts. The The first and last show that I attended in 2020, people are going to say, man, you actually went to a concert in 2020? How is that possible? I'll tell you how that's possible. <laughs> this show took place Friday, February 14th. 2020 valentine's day at warehouse live i went back to see striper for a third time i had just seen him the summer prior so i said you know what why not this time around though i did have the money and did the whole meet and greet package and i you know the the treatment was just stellar uh this time around they were were they promoting a new album no, I think they were just, I think that was just more of like a greatest hits set because they had just come back from the Monsters of Rock Cruise. And that's when I first started hearing about this coronavirus stuff starting to break out. Because they were on the ship that time. And man, how ominous was it to... Because I did notice, because they were telling us, you know, the band is not shaking hands, nothing like that. I was like, man, this is about to get serious. So that was the first and last show I attended in 2020. A month later, boom. Full lockdowns, COVID-19, working from home, Zoom this, Zoom that. It just 
the shit hit the fan quick. Almost a year later, a year and a few months later, we're kind of putting ourselves back in, in that position because as of today, what's today's date? At the time of this recording, July the 22nd, out here in Harris County, we just jumped our threat level back to orange, which is basically just no no contact with people. Minimizing all contact with people. And they're really stressing, you know, for those that are unvaccinated. But I got to say, even with vaccinations, you can still contract COVID-19. It's just not going to be. And this is where people are so misinformed because people think, oh, well, you know, there's the people that think that once you get the vaccine, bam, you're not going to catch this thing wrong. You can still contract COVID-19. It's just not going to be a matter of life or death where you have to go to the hospital for, you know, again, life or death situation. I could be wrong. I'm, I'm not a scientist. I never claim to be a scientist. I'm just stating you know, what I read as far as medical advice and information that is being given to us. I know people say, you know, that's just a conspiracy. I honestly don't give a shit at this point. You know, I'm just going to do what I can to protect myself and my family. You do what you got to do to protect yourself and your family. And I'll leave it at that because I can go on a huge rant about this. And I really don't want to. But it's really concerning because we've been, we haven't been fully reopened for a while. Because I know at work we're back to 75% capacity. But this is very alarming because I'm starting to see concerts get postponed, rescheduled, or even canceled again. And with all these concerts that are lined up to take place this year, I have, I've only been to one during this time. And hey, that might be the only one. I'm really, really taking my time right now and really reconsidering a lot of things that, are, that I'm supposed to be attending later this year. And nothing has been set in stone yet. I haven't bought tickets to anything. Cause I'm even cons- I've been even considering traveling out of state for my birthday this year. But even that's almost like... I'm having second thoughts about that because I just don't, it's just, you know, when you have a gut feeling about that, you always go with your gut. The way things are going and the, at the rate that this is going, I don't think it's, it would be the, the smartest thing to do. I think just playing it by ear, kind of like I did last year would be the wise thing to do. I mean, I'm in no rush to get this, you know, it's not like I'm going to go party for my 30th birthday. I'm, I'm going to have a good time. But you know. I, I don't really. I'm not going to be. You know. Sad or put down. Or you know. Anything like I'm not going to be down about that. Shit I already have the things I wanted. For my 30th birthday. <laughs> Which I kind of need to stop spending money. Because things are starting to add up again. But you know. More on that later. But yeah it's just one of those things where. We're kind of going back to an alarming rate. And I always encourage people just to be on your toes. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. You know, crime continues to rise. Again, my message to to you listening and everybody else that listens. Be like, hey, do what's best for you and your family. And don't worry about anything else or anybody else. 
other than that. Right now, you know, life is, I can really say, life's too short to be arguing about who's right and who's wrong. Or taking sides much less. That's just the fucking worst. That's the thing that bothers me the most when people start taking sides. Because I'm always open-minded about everything. But when people start taking sides, that's when I walk away. I said, look, man, you're not you're not about to try to. No, I see it from both angles. I really do. I'm really sympathetic to a lot of things. But I'm not going to take sides just to prove a point. Because honestly, I mean, I, I feel like both, you know. There's pros and cons to everything. Everything. Not one side is right and not one side is wrong. You just have to weigh the pros and cons and do what's best for you. And that's it. That's it. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and my little kind of like mini rant. Not more of a rant, but more of, you know, just seeing things in perspective and really just calling it for what it is. Um, again, if you like to revisit past episodes, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe and follow the show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. Just search the Hangout Podcast with Juan Hernandez. Follow on Twitter at Juan underscore A underscore H where I'm most active and twitch.tv slash Juan underscore A underscore Hernandez 91 for all gaming needs. We always tend to have a good time gaming and hey, during lockdown, I kind of wish I had jumped on the streaming just a little bit early as soon as it was starting, but I was maybe a couple months behind. But now that this has kind of been established, hey throw any lockdown or work from home thing you can because I'm there I'm always doing something so with this concluding the decade in review concert reviews series I will have a few announcements that I'll be making in the coming weeks months towards the end of the year I haven't finalized anything yet like I told you guys there's just a lot going on right now that I'm had set in stone in which I'm just letting it play out by itself and when I'll be ready to make those announcements I'll go ahead and do them I won't quickly give in but I can assure you they're music related so if you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about again nothing set in stone it's just you know we're playing it by ear and hey you know who knows who knows what the future might bring but Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Hangout Podcast Music Edition. I really hope you enjoyed this series. Again, go revisit the series if you want. There's a full batch of episodes that I recorded over the years. Uh, Really enjoyed, really, really enjoyed doing this series. And really reflecting a lot of the shows that I attended in the last decade. Because I really didn't have anywhere to kind of reflect on these shows other than you know just talking to friends and family co-workers and relatives so more on that to come you know as we go i am hoping to bring back uh, more guests and i hope you guys enjoy the episodes that i cut up with 
my fellow co-worker and friend Mark Slaughter. Those were just, it was just an amazing two-hour conversation that was just needing to be split up in the four parts. But I am looking to bring back more guests, whether that's in person or via Zoom or Skype or FaceTime, whatever the hell you want to do. We'll figure it out. So thank you guys for tuning in to the Hangout Podcast. I'll see you next week.